Seven years later, time for the gloves to come off again. Uh oh. The enemy has the world in a chokehold, trying to choke out the spirit of God. Yep. And people are crying, normalcy, normalcy, not realizing that what was normal was actually bondage. Egypt. And you want to go back to that, huh? Take those bribes if you want. Got flow. Shot, shot, shot. All I hear is shot, shot, shot. Are you going to take the shot? Shot. Did you hear about the man that just got shot? Shot. Upgrade. We a nation divided, upgraded to a global stage. You thought last year was crazy? Let's focus on this present age. Talking truth is unpopular when it's from the Holy Spirit. Cause we listen to CNN, now we clashing. Don't you get it? Church is sounding like the world, reacting from global fear. We preaching by set apart, but conforming to our peers. Now faith is taking a backseat to what is man-made. Now I cannot say that that's it, cause people looking afraid. Hey, my brother, it's okay. I know the shot that you need. Not Moderna, not the Pfizer, the shot of Christ, don't you see? We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodie is back with another episode of Can We Talk Jesus live here on Facebook and YouTube um, live. And just so glad to be back. This is the fifth season and the second episode of Can We Talk Jesus. Um, I got a word with me. I'm kind of hungry tonight, but. I ate that ice cream, and so I had to deal with that. So anyway, we like I said, we're live on Facebook and YouTube, and um, I know it's the same intro music that I played last time. Some of you know uh, how these podcasts go. I'm tend to stick with that theme, so it's time to shift it. Um, other platforms, other things I do, I do a little different, but I'm going to stick with that song. But this message today is more encouraging. Um, I believe everything that God gives me to present is encouraging, whether it be difficult or easy to accept, because God loves us and God gives us the meat of the word and then the milk for those who are new and everything. I don't know why I'm even saying this right now, but it's to say that I believe is to say that everything God does is for because he loves us. All right. And yeah, I know I don't have really the headlight on today. Um, above us, ceiling light. That's just the, as we say today, the vibe that we're feeling. Well, I'm gonna say the presence, just feeling the um scene in the room. I like it like this. And now I got my lamp, so I feel good. But yeah, this is season five, episode two. And um, I want to encourage you guys to share this message because you never know who needs it. I always say this now because I don't know who's gonna come on. I don't know who's gonna watch this. Um, I don't tend, I'm not doing the thing where tagging people like I used to years ago for my music. I don't do that no more because whoever God wants to come on this platform and watch and whatnot, that'll be for them to see. That's who God sent them, send, move for them to join. So I don't try to do all that uh, extra stuff anymore. The world, we want to try to say, go oh, join this, watch this. Come on, why, why, me, 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 me. No, if God is moving people to watch this, and we've been on this thing for five seasons now, then they know why they're here. There's something that God is saying to them to help them or encourage them. So that's why I just say, share the message. If you want, I'm not gonna force you. 
share the message because you never know who needs it. I believe this is going to be a good message for a lot of people. Um, a, a safe place. God is our safe place. It should be very encouraging just from the title. But anyway, I'm going to move forward with the song of the day. Now, this brother, um, it, I work with him with our song, Stand Strong. Uh, Stay Strong. I'm sorry, not Stand Strong. Uh, his name is St. Just. He just released a new track called Justice uh, on the 2nd of February. And so, uh, blessings to you, my mother. And so I want to share that um, song because he reached out to me and shared. So this is the way I'm going to share it. This is one way I'm going to share it. But uh, shout out to him for releasing a new track all the way from Uganda. Message me and I'm going to um, reciprocate the love from him. So I'm going to play this track right now. It's called Justice. And how fitting it is dealing with a Black History Month justice. So let's get this going. Put it out. Saying yes. Yeah. We need justice. We all need justice. You and me. You and me. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them what to do. Teach them, teach them. What to do? Yeah, poverty must die. Right. Justice must be free. Huh? Find the sky, set us free. You and me, you and me. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Tell them what to do. Ooh. Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them. Teach them what to do. Yeah, poverty must die. Right. Justice must be free. Huh? Find the sky, set us free. We've been the right body, died in the pain Swimming and kicking the body to hear Struggle the life to breathe again Loading the price of women indeed Dumping the bodies and dying in the bush I thought you married a really man I thought it was the man that I thought it was Only married a bully man Laying your hand, the woman is bad Look at the shame, look at the picture you put on your face Putting your children and women at risk Physical, mental and verbally Your children the women abuse I feel like you're killing myself I'm having a lot of stress I'm getting my emotion depressed Look at the pain, the old Always live in the poverty. They use their body for liberty. Their life is always a misery. Nobody can give them property. I feel I'm broken down. I'm scared to speak it up. I can't fight it back. We are always living in jail. Our family shoes are slammed. Look at the government, nothing is free. Look at the police, nothing is free. Pray to the God, give us the strength. He show us the love. Enlighten the heart. You and me. You and me. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them what to do. Ooh. Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them what to do. Yeah, for them must die. Right. Justice must be free. Huh? Find the sky, set us free. You and me, you and me. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them what to do. Ooh. Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them what to do. Yeah, for them must die. Right. Justice must be free. Huh? Find the sky, set us free. Look at the children that live in the street Wrapped in the circle of hand of the sea Sleep on the floor, nothing to eat Live in the tunnel, nothing to put on Look at the blind, left in the dark Look at the cripple, always alone Look at the deaf, nobody cares What is the meaning of love? What is the meaning of hate? We're always a living in fear Our death is almost near They call us the sort of the names Life brings short term goal Understand parents pray around Little love but not enough Look at the end of the day Beat on the torch at the night Use but not pain Child never take it all This grief nation rule again Nobody sees any good in us Nightmares on our mind Only grief on our side White black I'll never see Always a living a tale Who can show us the love? Who can show us the way? Who can give us the strength? Who can give us the hope? 
only darkness and sign Show us the love, show us the way Give us the strength, give us the hope You and me, you and me Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them Tell them what to do Teach them, teach them, teach them what to do Provide them must die Justice must reign Fight the sky, set the free You and me, you and me Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them Tell them what to do Teach them, teach them, teach them what to do Provide them must die Justice must reign Fight the sky, set the free That was my brother saying just justice. One part I heard, justice will reign. I love this man. When he sent, he messaged it, messaged the track to me um not too long ago, and I was like, "Yo, first off, I'm already loving the beat, and now you flowing like this. Okay, okay, okay." So I couldn't wait for the release. But I was saying just justice all the way from Uganda, my brother on the other side of the world. I appreciate you, man. Um, we stand connected. Even after stay strong, staying connected and praying for one another, encouraging one another and even sharing other others work and whatnot. And that's just the glory of God using us to just do what we need to do. Continue to bless the Lord and, and give glory and honor to him. It's not about us. It's about the one that's using us. So I just thank him for that. Uh, before we go into the message that I have for today, I have a little more update on hoodie. So. This past Sunday, I know we just did a week. Uh, last week, we did my first episode here. Can we talk to Jesus on the first episode? But the next day, what I didn't say is that I was inducted into the, when you get the wording right, the Middle Georgia Orthodox Missionary Baptist Association. What is that? That's basically an organization that is over a plethora of Baptist churches. And so the at this time, when I was given the opportunity, just a little backstory, the pastor, um, pastor, when, uh, what's his name? Senator Warnock, Raphael Warnock came to our city in Macon. He came and spoke at our church, right? And he wasn't even supposed to speak at our church. I'm connecting this all in a minute. He came and spoke to our church. And so me being there helping set up and whatnot, because working with the eye and everything, we um, putting everything together. And so he was there, um, Pastor Freeland. So what he did, he uh he saw me and and this is not the first time we met. We met other times before when I'm singing in the choir at his church at St. Mary Baptist, uh, multiple events. And so that day he came to me. It's not I wasn't even recording anything. I was just taking pictures. My pastor was like, take some pictures, put it on Facebook for our church page, right? And so he came to me. He's like, I need to um talk to you. Um, what's your number? And he contacted me and whatnot. So this was back in July of last year, and so. He wanted, he told me that he was going to put his hat in as moderator for the organization, uh, association, not organization. And he said that I want you to be on board as one of my officers. Now, the election won't be until December. This is July. And if I do get it, I want you on board. So I told him I pray about it. I talked to my wife about it and um, I prayed about it. And God was like, go ahead. And so. I told him and um, he got elected. So this past Sunday, I was 
honored or installed as one of the officers. I didn't know how many officers it was. I mean, I had we had this program here, and it was so many that we were part of, and so many things that's doing for these for the churches. And so now, I've been assigned for another duty, a call that God has given me, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, no, it's not a paying job, but let me say, tell you this: I have one job right now as a driver's ed instructor, but I have multiple jobs around it with audio with this, the, um, with the, um, oh, my position is director of technology and media. So I have that and then helping out in all these different areas and they are not paying jobs. What am I trying to tell you? Is God can even bless you in that. If you just be obedient, I have blessings that came my way from just being obedient and doing these things, even from little things that happened starting this pandemic. I'm encouraging somebody right now to say that whatever God moves you to, don't focus on the money because God provides everything that you need. He provides everything that you need. And so at the right time, God is blessing me through these jobs. Being obedient and serving in them, not a professional job, but I need to be in the, be in these positions. I don't know why I fully need to be in this position, to be honest with you. But I've already started the work, started before the installation. He already texted me, Pastor Freeland, when he posted, because I am um I started the uh, Facebook page for the, uh, the association. So blessings come just be obedient. I'm doing something that I love, that God has moved in me to do ever since 2008 with music and then we're going all the way through. So I'm just so thankful that I've been blessed with this opportunity for the next two years. I don't know what all is going to happen, but I'm thankful for the journey and everything else. So yeah, I posted on Facebook, had to get myself a suit, had to buy the suit, couldn't rent the suit, had to buy the suit <laughs> because of the circumstances. And so it was great. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I'm just going to continue to do what the Lord wants me to do. So that was one thing. The other was that, um, well, I don't need to address that. I was just one little short little thing talking about upgrade. I looked on my StreamYard account, right? I should have said this first. Um, and they was talking about upgrade for multiple cameras for when you want to go live, but you need a professional package. I was like, well, I'm not getting that. But the fact that I'm still seeing upgrades and a brother of mine, Bo, he's saying upgrades. He's still seeing upgrades and everything is still about upgrades. So God is still speaking. Even though I gave that message for 2021, it's still carrying over for 2022. But anyway, I'm so thankful to God for everything that's been going on and just opening doors, not just for me, but family, people around me and seeing the, the benefits, the blessings, just being obedient. You know, it, it's, it's great to see that. Yeah, there's going to be some struggles. There's going to be some challenges. But all we have to do is just trust the one, the Lord, our God, who's going to help us. He brought us there. So he's going to guide us through it. All right. So that was the little um, update about myself. And so now we're going to get into this message for this afternoon and evening. Evening. You can see my room. It's dark. But anyway, um, the... What I want to say first, let's pray because I always skip this and then I hear the message. So, Father God, we just thank you this evening. Thank you for another day. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for protecting us, keeping us safe from hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. God, we just thank you for keeping us uh, protected, knowing that we can go to you. You are our refuge. You, you are our covering, Lord God. We thank you for this message this evening. 
to help each other, to encourage each other, one another, that God is our protection. You are our protector. You are our protection and shield. You cover us from danger. We just need to trust in you that you are the one that covers us from danger. So Lord God, continue to use me in this time. Speak through me as you always have done and help one another in this message this evening. Let them know that God is with them. Let them know that God, you are protecting them. And you will bless them with the things that they need, not what they want, what what they need, and provide that for them, Lord God. Hear my prayer. I ask that you feel me right now. And lastly, forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, conscious and non-conscious, and forgive those who sin against us, Father. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right. So I'm going to click this one more time. Continue, well, not that one. Continue to share this message because you never know who needs it. I just felt like doing sharing that again, saying that again. So yeah. So yeah. Okay. So the message for today is gonna come from Joel chapter three, verse 16, from the easy to read version. And I'm gonna share my screen now because I want to just cover it. And here we go. Go, where is it? Oh, there it is. So Joel chapter six, I mean three, verse 16 says this. Once I get that off my screen. Okay. And it's funny, easy to read. It says, The Lord God will shout from Zion, he will shout from Jerusalem, and the sky and the earth will shake. But the Lord will be a safe place for his people. He will be a safe a place of safety for the people of Israel. So I don't have much detail to go in for this scripture. Well, I don't want to go deep into Joel. But I'm just going to give like a little backstory. But this is talking about um, Joel had this prophecy about Armageddon. And, you know, Armageddon was uh, the battle when Satan gathered up all the kings of the nation to go against Christ when he returned a second time. This hasn't happened yet. That's the spoiler. This hasn't happened yet. This is a prophecy of what's going to come what will happen. And so we already know what happens. Christ wins. All the kings that came against him, the nations that came against him, they lost. Everybody perished that came against Christ, except Satan. Satan was kept in um, a cover. I talked about this in youth church a few uh, weeks ago, uh, protected and covered until after the millennial reign of Christ. And then he was released and he still lost. But anyway, so that's a little backstory. But here in this Little small, the verse right here is a big a part of th- what's been said in scripture a lot. And it's just this right here. I want to focus on this part right here. The last stanza. But the Lord God will be a safe place for his people. He will be a place of safety for the people of Israel. I know it says Israel, but if we know God and we know scripture. Well, let me say it. For those who don't know God and don't know scriptures, God protects all of us. It's not just the Jews, it's Gentiles. We are the Gentiles. We're not Jews. We're considered Gentiles. So it's for all of us. So God is our protection through anything we go through. We must trust him that he protects us when we are in danger. When we leave, when we wake up in the morning, or when, let me even start there. Let's see, I'm getting fired up already, God. Even when we're asleep, we are in bed. We're sleeping. Maybe dreaming, may not be dreaming in the house. Things are going on around us. We don't know what's going on. We sleep. So what, what am I trying to say here? God 
if we know God and trust God, even 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 the people that don't know, God is still protecting cover because we're still alive. We get to see a new day. We woke up, kept us in good health, kept us from dangers, uh, from a robbery, armed robbery in the household. All these different things that God is protecting us from. You can say, well, it ain't really covering me from nothing. Do you know what can happen if like an asteroid can hit the earth or a fire can break out in your um, property or your apartment or whatever? A car can crash into the house because they're driving all crazy and they just right into your uh, house, into your wall. There's so much danger that's happening in the world today. Yet you're still here. You're still alive. God still protects. So I just want to focus on this one thought. Jesus, uh, God or Jesus is a safe place for us. He is our safe place. And it's funny when I looked at uh, when I was going through YouTube, looking at my videos, I noticed this. It's been a year since I released. Can we talk body a safe place for God's people? Literally, it was in my memory on Facebook. Literally a year ago, he helped me start another podcast. Now, I haven't done it in a while, but it's going to come back at the right time. So I heard this printer over here just start making noise. But okay, all right then, this printer talking for me. So, so yeah, he is a safe place for us. And that's why we he helped me use that to release that podcast. We're a safe place. We got people. That's why we're praying. We're encouraging. I'm inviting people on. Uh, I go out and ask people to come and, and talk. And I haven't done it in a while, but it's coming back. But being able to help one another, encourage one another. And sometimes some of my messages from God ain't very encouraging, but it's to help you so we won't go in the direction that we don't need to go. But just focus on that. God is a safe place for us in a time of trouble. So I'm going to cover a few scripture and then whatever God wants me to speak after that is just how it's going to be. So the first scripture will be Psalm 46, uh, verse one. And I'm going to read that from the easy to read version. And you've heard this probably a thousand times. It's just the actual placement of scripture. Where is it going to be? All right, so I'm going to read this from the New King James Version. Once I find the New King James Version. All right, and it says a little something like this. Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Or one thing we say, a very present help in the time of trouble. What I'm going to keep sticking with is what God gave me one of my first sermon. God's word is alive. So it is still speaking. I'm sorry. He is still speaking to this day. His word is alive. His son, his word became flesh. The word is Jesus. Jesus is alive. So this message that God is a present help in a time of trouble still stands to this day. And even after this day, when this world passes away, scripture says his word still remains. Jesus still remains. So that means the scripture is saying that God is our refuge, our protection, our present help in the time of trouble. He keeps us from danger. All we have to do is get to know God and trust him and know that he is the one that's covering us behind the scenes. What do you mean? Well, certain things are happening that's happening in the natural that we can't see. Things are happening in the natural that we can't see, meaning it's supernatural occurrences that's going on around us. That's why we talk about demons. They're real. That's why we talk about angels. They're real. There's a lot of spiritual activity going on around us that we don't see. But God, he can. He is the one 
that can bless those with the gifts to see these activities. Not everybody has these gifts. Not everybody can handle these gifts. Not everybody can handle seeing un, uh, demonic spirits. You scared a mess out of me hearing it from my wife, but it's true. You can see these things. These are current. It's possible. It, it happens. And this is one of the things that helped me be converted to actually knowing that God is real. I was like, well, if I need to, if I need to do something wrong, so I won't, because I'm in fear. I don't, I can't go to sleep tonight. I heard all these stories. If I, if I just do something wrong, then uh, I know the enemy will not bother me. And so <laughs> that didn't happen the way it did. And, and um, God stopped me. He stopped me the way that he did. I've said this enough times that and, and it just broke me and realized that God is real. He is real. His word is real. Everything I've been going to church hearing about is real because this experience I had with God, knowing that this happened is legit, is real. So I was easily quickened to believe because I've been taught about it all the time. I, I went to church about it all the time. My parents took me Sunday school, Bible study. Um, uh, all the anniversaries, and I'm trying to remember one thing, but um, vacation Bible school, all these activities, teaching the same stuff. It's like, I can read it, read it, read it to my head. It's tired of it, but seeing it, witnessing it, things like that happening in the natural is like, that, that, that blows my mind because the Lord is real. So what am I saying? God's working around us all the time. He's working around us so much so that we don't know what's going to what's happening because he's covering it from happening. Oh, he's covering it from happening to us because he doesn't want it to happen to us. The enemy's roaring around like a uh, roaming around like a roaring lion seeking seeking who he may devour. So God, authoritative as he is over everything, is like, "Nope, you can't do that. Nope, you can't do that. Nope, you can't do that." Look at Job. Certain things happen in Job's like he had to get approval the enemy had to get approval from God. Get this. The enemy had to get approval from the Lord to do things to Job. So what does that say? The enemy doesn't have full reign. He only has what God allows him to do. So if you get that one thought, realize how great and powerful God is that even the enemy has to bend to him. Even, even Satan has to bend to him. He cannot do anything unless God allows it. And so we think about what's going on in the world today. There's so much chaos going on in the world today. Fear is running rampant today. Sickness is going crazy today. All these things are happening. But even in the midst of it, God can still protect you, protect those who believe and trust him in the midst of it all. Yes, the pandemic and everything that's going on is real. God still can protect us from diseases. He can still protect us from attacks. He can protect us mentally, physically, spiritual attacks. And if these things happen to us or we attack by some certain event, God allowed it. But why would he? Why did he allow it? That's one question is between you and God. Why did he allow the mental attacks to your mind? You're going crazy. You can't sleep. Why did he allow all these things to happen? He could have stopped it. But why did he allow it? But that's why we have to have a real, honest relationship with God. Understanding, God, I know you're real. I, I know you can help me. Lord, I pray for the best solution to this issue. What is it that I need? 
whether it be medication, what is it that I need, whether it be therapy, what is it that I need, talking to somebody, what is it that I need, just a spiritual move of God in my life to help me and do things that medicine can't, that people can't, you can. See, God can use whatever he wants to use to help us, but we need to know that is God utilizing this stuff to help us. So when we talk about him, a present help in the time of trouble, our cover, our strength, we need to trust first God. Matthew 6, uh, th- 3 and uh, 6. Man, I can't even get my scripture right. <laughs> oh, 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You got to know God first. Yes, there are a lot of things being used in the world to assist, but there's also things being used in the world to harm. So we need to know God first because he is our safe place. So that's the first thing we need to know. He is our safe place and covering. So first, when I gave you Psalm 46, uh, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Now I'm going to give you second verse, uh, actually the second scripture. Now this I'm going to read to its entirety. I know a lot of people quote this, but I want to read it to its entirety in the um, easy to read version because, man, I think this is the first time I actually read it in this version. And I was so blessed just by reading it. Uh, before coming on this evening, but I'm gonna read Psalm 91. Boy, from the easy read version, this right here definitely. I'm gonna read this to this entirety. I know this is gonna encourage somebody tonight, tonight, <laughs> because man, look, here we go. Psalm 91 from its entirety. You can go to God most high to hide. You can go to God all powerful for your protection. Verse two, I say to the Lord, you are my place of safety, my fortress, my God, I trust in you. God will save you from hidden dangers and from deadly diseases. Say that again. God will save you from hidden dangers and from deadly diseases. Verse four, you can go to him for protection. He will cover you like a bird spreading its wings over its babies. Um, okay, I'm making sure that, yeah, over his babies. You can trust him to surround and protect you like a shield. Verse five, you will have nothing to fear at night You know, and no need to be afraid of enemy arrows during the day. So what does that say? All day, we don't have to worry. We don't have to fear. Verse six, you will have no fear of diseases that come in the dark or terrible suffering that comes at noon. A thousand people may fall dead at your side or 10,000 right beside you, but nothing bad will happen to you. That's a powerful word right there, especially in the times we're in now. Verse eight, all you will have to do is watch and you will see that the wicked are punished. Verse nine, you trust in the Lord for protection. You have made God most high your place of safety. So nothing bad will happen to you. No diseases will come near your home. He will command his angels to protect you wherever you go. Their hands will catch you so that you will not hit your foot on the rock. Verse 13, you will have power to trample on lions and poisonous snakes. 
Verse 14, uh, 13, I'm sorry. Verse 14, the Lord says, if someone trusts me, I will save them. I will protect my followers who call to me for help. I need to read that again. The Lord says, quote, if someone trusts me, I will save them. I will protect my followers who call to me for help. See, there's a key point right there. Who called to me for help? How many of us are calling to the Lord for help? Verse 15, when my followers call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them when they are in trouble. Yeah. Back to Psalm 46 and 1. I will rescue them and honor them. In the last verse, I will give my followers a long life and show them my power to save. Man, I feel like reading that again, but I'm, whoo, I meant the whole verse, the whole chapter. I want to read it all again. But that's just how great God is, saying that I will protect you from diseases. I will protect you from wickedness. I will protect you, though all to me. Call out to me, God, help me. God, save me. If you don't know what to pray for, he's just saying, call out to me. It happens to me a few times. God, help me. I don't know exactly what's going on. If I sight get, get a little crazy or body acting a little funny or whatever, or situation at a job or at the church or wherever's going on, or relationships. I don't know what exactly I need to pray for. So all I can say, God help me, because you know what's going on. You saw it happen before it even happened. That's how cause God already is above time. He 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 doesn't, he's not here in February 5th, 2020. He's here. He's before, he's after, he's everywhere. He's all over in time. He's above it. So he already sees what's going to happen before me. So God, help me. God, protect me. God, strengthen my armor, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, shoes fit for the gospel of peace, sword of spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith. Strengthen my armor daily, each and every day. The one thing I learned with my wife is that you got to pray that your armor is covered and it's renewed each and every day because you're dealing with attacks every day. You're dealing with attacks more so that you don't even know, but God is covering you all the time. Those who call out to his name. Scripture just said it. Scripture went so in depth. That's what he does for us. Why? Because he's merciful. Why? Because he's loving. Why? Because he's gracious. God is the one that we need to go to. He's 100% effective. He's 100% covering. God is the one who keeps us safe because he is our safe place. So that was the second scripture I had for you guys. And now I want to share the last one. I want to stay on Psalm 91, man. I, I, ooh, we. Uh, this is going to be Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. I pray somebody blessed by that. Psalm 91. I guess it don't matter what version. <laughs> That's a powerful scripture. I mean, I've heard it so much anyway before even um, reading that version. But reading it in that version, wow. It's amazing. Um, the last verse I have for you this evening is this. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Remember, I commanded you to be strong and brave. Don't be afraid because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God is before us. God is behind us. You know, when the Israelites were in the wilderness, God was the fire before them, leading them. And in that night, God was behind them. God was with them. 
all the time. And I'm going to be reiterating a lot of stuff in this. I keep saying the same thing because he wants us to get this point. That guy is our protection. He's our shelter. He's our refuge. There's nothing to be afraid of because God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. You know, one of the ministers at our church, he brought this amazing point of this. Do not fear is in the word. Fear is in the word uh, 365 times. 365 times. And he was like, that's every day of the year, right? So God told us not to fear 365 times. So every day we should be quoting, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and sound mind. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and sound mind. What's sound mind? Sound mind, um, um, self-control. He gave me self-control. He gave me power. He gave me love. This is the thing. He, but he didn't give me fear. No, no, no. I, I, no, I ain't accepting that. I'm not, I'm, I see it. I may be feeling it, but it's not of me. It's not from you, God. It's not. Every day we must use this mouth, our tongue, speaking life against the attacks of the enemy that come towards us. Weapon form, but it won't prosper. Weapon form. So we have, an, a, a perp, we have a job too to speak against that. I'm not accepting this from you, devil, because I serve God who's over you, over you, who has authority over you. As I just said, when he went to Job, Satan had to go to God for confirmation to say, hey, well, I don't say confirmation for that he can do the things that he wanted to do to Job. God gave him a limited amount of things that you could do, but you can't kill him. I don't want to know. You can't do that. And you know what? Satan had to follow. Why? Because he doesn't have authority. So if God, Satan has this, has to go to God for approval of the things that he wants to do, why are we fearing? We sh that, that's the point. There's no point to fear. <laughs> there's no issue to fear. I should cut to my son. Won't give in to fear and just cut it all out. But anyway, he, there's no point. He's covering us. He has authority over the enemy. He can only do what God tells him or allows him to do, not tell him, allow him to do. So that's why the main thing I want to get tonight is this. Our safe place is God who has authority, high authority over everything. Everything, everything in this world. I don't care what president, governor, mayor, whatever, police officer, whatever. God has authority over all of it. So I want people to get this with the fear. God is over all of us in everything that's going on. We must trust him in the midst of chaos. Trust him even in the midst of peace. Because the enemy is going to try to do stuff even in the peacetime to shake things up. We must always be adamant to stay in his word, to stay in, in, in the word of God and knowledgeable and grow in the knowledge of Christ. Scriptures say we perish for the lack of knowledge. Some things I had to look up yesterday just to understand more knowledge. One about tithing. What is really tithing? Is it really in the New Testament? Because it's not. It's in the Old Testament. So New Testament just says give freely. We talk about tithes still today. So what is that really saying? So I had to get more understanding for me. What are you really saying about tithing, God? See, we perish for a lack of knowledge. So we must go to God and then do research and in, in, in God, not outside of the word, well, research in God and understanding to know what does this say? What are you really saying here? What is it really saying here? Is it in the word here? And what are you saying? All these things. We must always go back to God 
not because our church says it all the time and did it all these years. And we've been in that mindset all along. We must go to the word to see what the word actually says. And, and I say that for myself because I grew up in the church. There are certain things I thought was normal and acceptable. There are certain things that just not. And the word clearly defines it. We perish for a lack of knowledge. So we must go to God, his word. My Bible somewhere else. But in his word for understanding of everything so that we can be able to defend whomever comes towards us with the word. We show ourselves, uh, show thyself approved. <laughs> Thank you. He just drawing scriptures tonight that we know God, we know his word and to be able to defend. There are people I see on the, YouTube a lot that just scripturally can come at you with every scripture in the book that can say this says this, this says this, this says this. And go against and defend because they're so knowledgeable in the word. So we must know the word for ourselves, not because a person told you, not because Hoodie told you. No, we need to know the word for ourselves. I'm telling you to get to know God in his word for ourselves, for yourselves. Because anybody can come like this on a screen like this and deceive you, which I am not. Deceive you because and twist scripture and do all these things. That's why we need to know God for ourselves. And when we know God and believe God, we will know that we are covered. We are protected. He, if he's saying in Joel chapter 3, verse 16, that he's covering the Israelites, even in the Armageddon times, before the millennium reign of Christ, even in the um, tribulation time, he's still covering. Don't you know now he still can protect you? And that hasn't even happened yet. So if he's saying it now, if he's saying it later in the future, if he's saying it before, if he's been saying it, there's no reason to fear. I'm, I'm, I don't I, I believe the Lord just wants us to be focused on it for this season right now because there's so much fear going on. But we just need to know who God is. And when, if we know him, like I say, I know I'm going to be repeating it, but it's to get it through our heads that God is real. He's protecting us and we just need to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Trust him with your substance. As the Lord Virgin said, with all thy substance, we need to trust him, period. So that was all the scriptures I had this um, evening. But just to say this, that God wanted today for us to get this through our heads, that he is our safe place. He is our safe place. Science is not our safe place. The world is not our safe place. There's, they're, they're, they're not, they can define themselves or try to mask themselves um, as an actor or whatever as a safe place. They will try to show that, that we need to depend on them for a safe place. But at the end, as the Lord has been giving messages in last year, you see that mirror? That mirror is still cracking. It's still showing all the cracks. Enemy tried to show every, still showing that, and that mirror is just shattering and shattering and dropping and dropping the truth of people on this one a column that God gave me the vision of. It's still getting knocked off because they try to put their truth against God's truth. Still getting knocked off. They still trying to put, now some of them not even trying to put that truth up anymore because it's not, it's getting proved as a lie. So you see all these things happening. God's truth never changed. It won't be knocked over. No, no, no one can come against it. His truth. It will always last. So that's why he keeps telling me to tell you guys, don't give in to fear. Continue to trust the one who can heal you from diseases, as Psalm 91 just said, protect you from even getting it. It won't even come to your foot 
uh, to your doorstep. It'll try, well, let me get that right. It'll come to your doorstep, but it won't even come in the house. It won't even touch because you trust the one who covers you from all diseases, protects you from all diseases. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. I feel like praising your name right now just because of that. We thank you, Lord God, for even in the midst of a pandemic that you're strong and still shouting and, and shouting even louder than before because the real ones who are being used by God are continuing, but you guys are continuing to speak truth, continuing to speak hope, continuing to speak faith and continuing to say trust in the Lord, regardless of what's going on in this world, what's going on in this city, what's going on in your state, what's going on in the country, what's going on in other countries. Continue to trust him regardless because he said it in his word many times that I will protect the ones who call on my name. So if you call in and we rebuke this internet happening, if you call in on the name of Jesus Christ for your protection, then you know God will protect you. He's done it so much in the past. He's done it over and over. Enemy, I know you mad, but I'm gonna keep speaking. He's done it so much in your life already, shown and proved it. Covering you from car accidents, covering you from financial debt, covering you from sickness, covering you from bodily pains, covering you from job issues, covering you from all these different things, covering you from family issues, covering you, covering from mental issues, covering you. And if he's done it before, he'll do it again. Hey, do it again. He'll do it over and over again. So if you've seen it and you know it and you experienced it, you don't have, you should not have fear. Because God has a proven track record as 100% effective and 100%. It never dropped to 99.9. It's 100%. Still going strong. Accurate. Truth. You can attack it all you want. You can attack God's truth all you want. But you'll be proved a liar. Let every man be a liar. Let God be truth. Scripture says that. So we must trust in God. Believe that he is your safe space. He's our safe space. He's covered his people in Israel, the Jews. And even in Joel chapter three, talks about how desolate it's going to be for those who try to attack his people. Who do you think you are, Judah, uh, people attacking Judah? Who do you think you are attacking my people? Who do you think you are? And even in the scripture, if you see it, God allowed the people to come into these places. Why? Because of the disobedience of his people. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that God was still in control of all of it, that he allowed people from other places to come into the city or into the country because his people were wrong. So judgment came and God allowed it to happen. But right around the corner is like, well, my people going to come back. I'm going to restore them. This is the restoring process. This is just initial. But you, since you had this in your heart to go do and I allowed it, now you're going to pay the consequences for your actions. So God, as my brother, the music I just played earlier, Justice, He's just, and justice was served. Oh man, thank you, God. You just connected it. Justice was served for the people. Justice was served because God is a just God. Things are happening that you thought that weren't gonna happen. Cases are won, cases are turned over. Things are happening in your life, and justice was served because you trusted the one who is the judge of all judges, the one who assigned the judges in the Old Testament. Judge of all judges. So he will plead your case. The scripture says he will plead your case. He will make things right. Those who really trust. So you don't have to worry about the issue. Just trust the Lord. 
don't don't try to look at every um issue like this the lady i met last month every issue trying to figure out how she gonna take get take, be able to take her driver's like get her driver's license and i said look if we are here if we got to the dmv you might not have all the paperwork but i promise you we're here for a reason we're gonna go in there and she got a license without the lack of paperwork that she need thought she needed see god can still make things work out for your good even when you don't have all the requirements and that's the message and i'm gone <laughs> Whoo! Even if you don't have all the requirements, God will still bless you because he knows you trust him. And so what he's doing is showing you how faithful and just he is to say, you were the one I always selected. I just need you to trust. Well, what about, see, Moses was like, well, what about my speech, God? I have, I have this talking issue. God said, okay, well, since you keep complaining about that, your brother Aaron going to speak for you, but you are going to be fine by yourself. He still assigned him to go and do what he needed to do. Still brought help for Moses to go and do what he needs to do. But he's saying that you didn't even need him. You just needed God. You just needed me. If I can set fire to a burning bush that don't burn, don't you know, Moses, that I can help you speak what needs to be speak? I can use your voice to speak. They will hear. Because God can do anything. Nothing is impossible for him. They wouldn't hear. But Moses had that fear in him, that doubt in what he was saying. But my point is this, that God, he will still use you even if you don't have all the requirements. This last position I just got, director of media and technology. I don't have all the skills to set in, in, in knowledge, well, media or technology. But you know what I do have? Obedience. So what I've been doing it's just listening to what the moderator's been showing me. Can you post this? Can you post this? Can you post? Just got a text from him today. Can you post this about black history? And every week, um, put something up. Okay, just be obedient. Don't try to go outside your lane because if you just be obedient, I'm helping somebody. If you just be obedient in this lane, God can take your obedience in this lane and what? Expand or as we say, enlarge our territory because you've been obedient in this. God is gonna expand you because at the right time because you've been obedient in this. So if you just stay obedient in this, watch God expand. Now all of a sudden you realize, whoa, yeah, I can't do this because I've been doing this so much in this lane. I've been doing so much of just posting stuff. Now I'm going beyond. Now I'm when I was the, uh, I don't know I'm shifting. When I became one of the audio members at my church, I told my pastor back in 2016, 2017, because we weren't in our main church as we are now, he wanted me to uh, help more. He wanted me to work more of the audio in the building. And so I can do, you know, digital from my laptop, digital, because of what I've been making music since 2008, digitally, but working the hardware, the actual, the board that they all, we always use, that wasn't one of my skills. So one thing I remember him saying that this probably would be a good chance for you since you um at full sale still, this is a good time for you to learn. Actually, I just graduated. This is a good time for you to grow and learn from the board. At that time, it wasn't that board that they had for so long. It was the new board that we just got going into the church in 2019, the new building with massive. It, it, I mean, it got so much stuff. If you push a set button, it can uh, if you turn on the whatever the, the, the system, it can switch to what you just say to everything. It's so nice. But. Even then, when I started helping, I was like, I don't know much about this board, but God had someone in the midst who is the president still um, that can help us learn more about the audio. So now when I first started, 
I was doing more singing in the choir and youth church than anything. But now during this pandemic, and when I came behind the board, working behind the scenes, nobody in the building but me and some of the audio members and pastor and ministers, nobody in the building. I'm learning how to use the board audio from the president helping me assist and whatnot. And this happened before this uh, this issue, um, the issue, this position I just got. Now I have more knowledge because I was just being obedient. I was just coming to the church and helping, posting stuff, using this phone. Where my phone? Using this phone to just stream our services. This is where we started. But because of my messing around and, and, and researching about OBS and everything, now we use what God started me with for our church. Pastor was like, well, let's use this. I want to use this for our services. Man, this is a great testimony. I'm using when we use service and we still use it to this day. To this day. Not the funny version, y'all. To this day, still using the services today. And now God has assigned me with something even bigger for not just my church as director of media and technology, but over 20 some churches in the city or in the city of Macon. He will expand your territory. See, I wasn't even trying to. I wasn't even going to say none of that. That's just showing if you just stay obedient where you are, if God has assigned you in this position and you've been doing it for two years, three years. He will, at the right time, use you and expand your territory because he's, you've shown that you are obedient. You are loyal. You trust me, says the Lord. And now I can expand you. But even in that time, you'll be like, OK, because. You wasn't trying to rush anything anyway. That's how I am. When it comes to certain things, I allow God to bring it to me. I don't try to go and seek and search for whatever. That's why I said you know, redemption on, on my album. People want to seek and search and research and try to find, try all, find all these other stuff. When God is just telling you, you just need to trust me. I will give you what you need and provide for you. And so that's what I do. If something comes to me, even if it sounds good, because stuff sounded good, but it was fake, phony, and a leech trying to rip, take money from me. But I trust it now. Trust him now. I don't, if it looks good, I still go and pray. I still go and pray. If it seems, hey, I need you to make a video for the youth, I still go and pray. We must do that every single time because it may look good, but it's not good for us. See, we need to know who God truly is, so we'll know who the snakes are and who are the real blessers. We need to know that because we can easily get tricked by a pretty face. We can easily get tricked by a nice check. We can get easily get tricked by a crowd, an audience, the people that praise you and say, yeah, 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 you also, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ain't even following the Lord. Well, I think I stepped on some toes. <laughs> but they ain't even play. They just hear because it sounds good. But just because it sounds good, is it from God? God, you want something right now. I see. I love how you get to this point. So we just need to stay in our lane. Trust God. God will use us. God will continue to grow, prune, build in that lane. And he will expand your territory. So just trust him. Just trust him. Mm, I want to get teary right now because I've seen it for myself. Seen it for myself. I tried to go in the world of R&B and, and try to be an R&B artist or sign at a, a at a little label here called Face to Face Records. This is my, my last thing probably done. I wanted to, I, sung, I started out singing in the church. 
I still sing to this day, but not as much as I used to. But I started singing in the church. My mom can tell you, my family can tell you, my church family can tell you. I sung in the church. And then a little ways down the road, I was more um, leaning to R&B. I loved the R&B music at the time. I was singing it all around, whatever, just for myself. People say I can sing. I say, cool. I, it shifted to me wanting to be an R&B artist. I said, I want to get signed to a label. And um, just thinking that this is where I need to go since everybody else is doing it. Maybe I can get it. I got a good sounding voice, you know. And so I was at this label. My um, my sister was like, the, the guy he, she was dating at the time was like, you can, um, he wants you to come in and record. So I came in and recorded. He was a producer. He actually made the beat and wrote the lyrics and wanted me to sing it. I don't know why I'm going this way, guys. But I started singing the songs. And I remember the first song was called Big Girl. It's like, you're a big girl now, no, no more daddy's little girl. Still remember to this day. I remember one word I said, it was D word, and it was in song. My dad listened to it, and he was like, boy, don't you know? You know this, you know, you know I, I'll be careful because he was saying that I'm in the church singing in choir, singing God music, but I'm singing this on the side, curse words and everything. Stuff I didn't write, but I'm still singing it. And um, he told me to watch it. He basically told me to watch it. So still was going because I'm in the studio. Yo, I'm at Face to Face Records was the name of it. I'm in here, girlfriend at the time, going in and recording, going all the time, just loving it, you know? So ended up going to this event in Dublin. At this time, nobody came with me. It was just me. I had to drive down there, but it was an event I was invited to. And so uh, got to the event. Long story short, when I got up there to sing, before that, I, I the guy couldn't find my disc. He couldn't find my uh, my track that I want to sing because I had wrote this song. It was a very vulgar song. Um, and so I actually had to talk for a minute before I sing, before I was about to sing. And I told him, people out there, what I do. All I could do was tell them about me singing for God in the church. But I also do R&B music. <laughs> but even then, um, okay, I'm just making sure I'm good. Even then, when that happened, then it was time for me to sing. And you talking about zero to 100 real quick. I was talking about God and went to 100 singing R&B. And that was the turning point for my life. I don't know why I got here, guys. I'm keeping going. I keep going. And so after the event, because it was like a um, talent show thing. And so I didn't place, probably because of what I said before and then what I sung. And then um, <laughs> a lady came up to me and said that um, you should have did a gospel song. You know, you were talking about all the things that you did in church. You should have did gospel music. And that was the shift in my life. That's when I started doing more of Christian rap, rapping about, singing about, well, still singing church, but my shift, I still don't know why I'm here, God. See, God stepped in, knocked me back on the right path, helped me to see that this is important. I didn't understand all of it then, but now I understand it now that why I'm here where I am now. You might not know all the plans that God has for you. You never will. Because God knows all the plans he has for you, for us. Just stay in your lane. 
I learned, that's why I stay in his wheel. That's what I was going with. Thank you, God. This is why I do this. Because he's showing me that he knows the best for us and myself and all of us. So even if it doesn't look good for now, if God has you there, stay obedient. In time, what you desire, if it's from God, you desire and your will is connected to his will, you will understand why you are here. See, you just got to trust him and believe that he got you there for a reason. There's so much within this that you don't know, but God got you here. So just continue to do the work. Do the work he gave you. It don't, it may not look popular right now. I felt that way with this. Can we talk Jesus? It started with me just recording with this mic and it wasn't live. Now I'm here. Now God is using me more. My uncle, I just saw my uncle today. One of my uncles, he was like, you still doing YouTube? You still, do <laughs> they still doing YouTube? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm still doing it. There are people watching that, that see that I might not see them, but there are people watching. So that's why I said, I don't worry about the numbers. There are people watching. I don't worry about it. It's whoever God wants people to come in to see and, and be encouraged. Be encouraged. It might be, there may, there will be warnings too. Things of God that tell us that we need to refrain from, stay away from. It's all out of love. I'm just being obedient. And seeing that growth is a testimony. Some of you guys have been with me since the beginning. I know my mother has. She's been with me since I was born and still here. That's how deep it is. But yeah, she's been with me. She knows she's seen the growth and still growing because of God. So she knows my struggle, the things I went through, some things you don't, but she see that I'm still here and doing the work. So I encourage you guys to know this. Just trust him. Just depend on him. It may look like a little right now, but it's probably the little that you can only handle. Watch God move in your life and he will expand your territory. Trust him. It's only for your good. Don't get out of your lane. Don't be like the world that's like the microwave generation, the Generation Z folk, you know, that want stuff so quick right now. Can they handle it? No. Now, some might, but even still, no. But did they go to God? No. They need to. And so you need to just stay in your lane that God has placed you in. And that's it. So, Lord God, we just thank you this evening. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the testimony that you're using me. Just continuing to speak these things. It may be repetitive, but it's a testimony. It may be repetitive, but it's to help us to see the growth from a vessel like you using me to see for people to see the fruits that you are moving. This is because of you. It ain't because of me. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm bragging on you. So thank you, God, for using me as a living testimony for others to see how great and mighty you are. You are our safe place. And we just thank you right now for doing so much in our lives, for protecting us from all these dangers in the world right now, even up to right now, God. Things that happen around the city right now, things that happen around your apartment right now, things that happen around your house right now that you don't even know, but you can hear some of it going on right now. You don't even know. But we thank you, God, for being our protection and our present help in time of trouble, as Psalm 46 and 1 says. So, Lord God, we just pray that you ease the minds of the people tonight, those that are watching, those who will watch this video later. Ease their minds tonight to know that you are a protector, our protection. Go to Psalm 91, read it in it. 
easy read version, read it in the New King James version, read it in the NIV version. You'll see it over and over again. God protects us and keeps us from diseases, from hurt, harm, and danger, all these things. Just call on the name of the Lord, as he says in scripture. Lord God, I pray that something was said this evening, that they receive it. It's their choice to receive it. I'm not going to force anything. I'm just being used by you to speak it. And I pray they receive it and apply it to their lives going forward, that you are our protection and our safe place, Lord God. I pray that, yes, minds will be at ease tonight because they heard from you that you are here. You are with us. You never leave us, never forsaken us. I thank you, God, for you are in the midst and you are showing us that there will be peace. Hey, thank you, God. There will be peace for those who call on the name of the Lord. There will be peace. Just trust him. Just trust him with the faith you got, with the faith you got. Just trust him. Just trust him. God will give us peace. Scripture say, be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make our requests be made known to God. And the peace of God who surpasses all understanding will be in you as it is in Christ Jesus. So we must trust him, the one who gives us perfect peace. I thank you, God, for this word today, tonight, for those who listen later. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you shared with us today. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and we thank you, God. Amen. So, guys, that is it for this episode. But I'm going to do this because I feel the need of it. I don't know who needs this. Um, For those on Anchor who's going to hear this, you can watch later or email me for this. But I'm going to pray for those who are in need of prayer. But I'm going to end this episode because this is Can We Talk Jesus. And I'm going to open up the chat, whatever, in prayer for another one. So you just stick with me, but I'm going to end with this. It's not too late if this is you. We have a father, a son, Savior, who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out. Yeah, in the end. Mm. In the end. Mm. In the end. Yeah, all that matters is your fam. In the end. See the glory of the lamb. In the end. All that matters, did you win? In the end. No, I get to live yeah. again. Look. In the Look. end. All that matters is your loyalty. Treat the fan like royalty. Paying all my ties and my dues and my lawyer fees. I know they wanna foil me. I'm riding like Sequoia till the soil. If I die, I know they haven't just supported me. That's royalty. Cause Jesus, Jesus, all we needed. This ain't for no make believer. This for Shotty doing dope. Asking God, what's the reason? We go hard for the kingdom. Ain't no treason. Nicodemus pick up all the pieces. This is brothership for those in need. I know the streets. I know the heat. I know the rain. Yeah, I know the beef. Numb the pain. Overcame. I was on three. Till I changed up the game, I'm not ashamed about the thing that got me lame. Got all that matters is your friends in the end. All that matters, did you win in the end? All that matters, did you give in the end? All that matters, did you live in the end? In the end, in the end, in the end. All that matters is your fam in the end. See the glory of the Lamb in the end. All that matters, did you win in the end? In the end, in the end. All that matters.
Chillin' Chillin' Chillin'